DMVs, am I right? <laughs> what? Along lines? Uh Yeah? Forever. Yep. Yep. Welcome back! Uh, this is the uh, other next episode of the IFNZ podcast. That's true. I am Shad Schubert. I'm Justin Harris. And we are a couple of people that are going to talk about things for you today. Of course. Well, let me tell you. Tell me about some stuff. Um, I Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to tell you about um, an incident that happened to me. And I wanted to know if it ever happened to you. The DMV? No, has nothing to do with the DMV. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was, um, I guess you could say I was getting ready to use the toilet. Okay. Uh, the I've other done day, that. and uh, the maybe I had to change that. I don't know. Somehow I ended up with the toilet paper roll in my hand, like the whole thing. Okay. I don't know if I was replacing it or someone had set it on top of the roll instead of putting it in the roll. Sure. Somebody was being inconsiderate. That's okay. all I know. But, who do you think it was? I don't know. It was at work. So, I mean, uh, we got about 70 other people we could choose from. Damn. Um, but somehow I stumbled and I dropped the toilet paper roll in the toilet. Oh, yeah. I've done that before. And it just goes... And it's yeah. just like... It's, it's Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's just like a soggy, wet mess that you have to immediately throw away. And I don't know why, but I felt so ashamed of myself. I don't know for, about ashamed. I was just... I was like, man, I'm an adult. Why am I, <laughs> why am I dropping toilet paper rolls in the it's toilet? It's okay, buddy. You're doing uh, good. Yeah, it was. I felt bad about it. Um, but anyways, um, so I wanted to talk today about um, a little section of the show that I call tripping. Oh. And uh, we are gonna tripping go down through the freeway <laughs> through a through a trip that I recently took. Uh, to Houston, Texas. You went to Houston. I went to Houston. Did and they have those chips? <laughs> no, it was before that. I was the like, the chili con carnival the, chips, whatever the fuck they were. <laughs> I think it was queso, maybe chili con queso. Yeah, chili con queso. <laughs> chili but con I, carnivals from South I, Park. I like chili. Oh, is it? I, yeah. I thought you made it up. I was like, I no, like chili con. It's carnival the episode where uh, Cartman kills that rival kid of his that he hates parents and grinds him up into chili and feeds it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one, um, but I wanted. To, uh, talk about a couple of the stops that I took on yeah, my trip. Yeah, of course. Uh, so the the first thing that was kind of uh, big that I did while I was gone is I uh, went to NASA. Would you say it's Robin Big? Maybe. I was like, you went to NASA? I went to NASA. In Texas? To the, the Texas NASA. The Texas branch? Yeah. Well, this is one of the biggest, is the biggest facility in Florida? Hmm. I thought it was the biggest one was down there. I don't know. Anyway. Everything's bigger in Texas, so it has to be the one in Texas. Yeah, fuck me. Um, I mean, that's I'm the one. Wrong. That's the, the Houston we have a problem. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's significant. Shit. In, I mean, you have the you have the, the one in Florida where they, they shoot off stuff. And maybe they launch a lot of stuff out of Florida, but maybe Houston's where the main base is, where right? they launch the out. command center. Where do you think they launch out of Florida? Uh, they have like sandwiches, like turkey, and launch uh, sandwiches. Yeah, like sandwich is a perfect launch. Yeah, like chips, yeah. and like a, and maybe a drink, soft drink. There's a guy that got in trouble for taking a sandwich up in space with him. Really? Yep. What was his name? I can't remember. I'll look it up though while you're telling me about your more important Houston story. Um. So I went to NASA. Do you have any questions about NASA? Yeah. 
<laughs> did you see a launch? No, I didn't see a launch. What no, was, that, was what? What kind of like cool memorabilia do they actually have at NASA? So they have. There's like NASA's built um, built up like a uh, kind of like a college campus. So John Young smuggled a corned beef sandwich <laughs> into space. He sure did. That bastard. <laughs> um, so excuse me. They. Um, the the Houston NASA facility is uh, is built similar to a college campus, uh, and they have a big like welcome center for visitors, and they have like all kinds so of is, display. Is it like since it's built that way? I mean, like is that where they like have training and stuff for them yeah. there too at that site? Yeah, that's cool. Which fun fact? They don't have a zero gravity facility there. Do they have one anywhere. I don't know. I can't remember that part. Florida. Went on a tour, but because uh, <laughs> um, evidently the zero gravity stuff that you see is all like super expensive. I think like they they tried don't. to train some people for that stuff with like the the zero g with the planes, right? Like whenever the other they take like a yeah. big a carrier plane in there, then they'll just dip it, yeah, and make it like simulate that. And they do a lot of training underwater because that's yes. the closest yeah, thing yeah, to yeah. zero gravity. And they do have a big underwater facility there, but they don't take you to it because it's obviously because mm-hmm. the public swim in there's the pool. Only, yeah there's only so much i guess from what i got that they are willing to share with the public in there um we get to that. see there's like so many like there's people that probably go on the tour that are like i'm american oh, and they're like i'm russian <laughs> <laughs> show then, me secret stuffs well like a lot of what they're doing though is all very international i mean that's the international mm-hmm. space center is yeah. all like austin powers probably worked there everybody everybody works together on all yeah. that it seems like and right now the only way that americans are going up into space is through russian uh means means like they the don't, iss yeah they don't have their own uh space shuttles right now yeah they're working on reinstating that program, but it's all fucking Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, he's trying his own <laughs> ruining program. everything. But I guess he's he's like the Elon, the Tesla pro, the Tesla company, and um, oh, can, who we makes, him, can we call him the Tesla boys? <laughs> who the them Tesla boys? The Tesla boys. And uh, who is the who makes airplanes? The big airplane people, right? Virgin. Now. No. Yeah, I thought Virgin was doing. No, space who travel makes movie. airplanes? Virgin has airplanes? No, they have airplanes, but they don't make airplanes. Make airplanes. I don't know. Like, uh... Margo. <laughs> like the the big airplane company. I'm gonna just you know. Who makes airplanes? airplanes. <laughs> Let's find out, viewers. Where's Mark? Uh, that yeah. would be Boeing. Okay, so Boeing. So Boeing and Tesla are working together with NASA. What about Airbus? Uh, not Airbus. Bombard- well, Airbus is, Bombardier. is Tesla, right? Isn't Airbus the Tesla? Is it? I have no idea. I, I might know. have made that up. Anyways, um, so they're working together on everything. What I found the most interesting, which is probably what I, was not what I was supposed to take away from the, the NASA thing, is that, um, Aunt you... the beluga one. Baby <laughs> beluga in the deep blue sea, swam so high, swam so deep. I don't know this. I don't either. I don't know if that was a word or like a real song. So I'm, I'm, the, I'm proud of you. A beluga you. is a whale. I know it's a whale. I didn't know the song oh. you were singing. Oh, though. you didn't know the song. Yeah. I got you. Um, so, but there are people at the NASA facility. Oh, thank God. That are in this pole barn building. Uh, okay. And they are in there for something like thirty to forty days at a time. Just hanging out. They are. Uh, they're training for Mars missions. 
Oh, really? And they cannot leave. They are like in solitary confinement as a group. It's Matt Damon. And yeah, like they're training for that. So <laughs> they're awesome. they're all and they were like it was weird because you're like on this. It's really coming off the cusp of your trip and everything that we actually found out that there is like full on water in Mars at Mars now. Really? Yeah. They, they went to they scanned the Arctic post. I don't know if it was the north or the south post, but. Uh, pole or whatever of Mars, and they found out that there's like a subterranean lake. Oh, it's not very large at all, but the fact that there is actually like water there, there's actual. They're water they're trying to think there. of like how they're going to get another vehicle that okay. direction, like another rover, but it's going to also have to man a drill to be able to drill down to it so that they can actually find the water. Oh, okay, because they already yeah. have a rover on Mars, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so they've got these people and you're just on a tour. They're just, you know, you're on a little cart or whatever. And they're like, this is this and this is that. And then they're like, oh yeah. And in that building, there's people who've been in there for 30 days and haven't seen anybody else, but the five of them. And they're just chilling out. And I was like, holy shit. Like, that's the coolest part of the whole thing is like, you're just, they're, they're in a pole barn and they're just over there. But like inside it's got a, I imagine it's like. It's like a full on facility. Like what they would have to live in. It was, it wasn't even a giant one. It's like like biodome. It's kind of like, like real life, except for without like the different terrains, yeah. and except the weasel's not there. <laughs> the weasel is not there. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine, but uh, it was kind of the size of like you know around here. You've mm. got those guys with like RVs and like our big tractor, yeah. and and tractor. and it's like a, a two car, but it's kind of taller and it's yeah, a yeah, longer, like a little deeper. That. It's about that size. That's cool. Nothing crazy, but they're like yeah, people are over there. That was pretty cool. Pictures of view of the southern pole plane. Of Mars. So those sticks or the, the water? color findings of the colored coated findings. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the what they think that they have found an under, like a subterranean lake underneath this like area. A bunch of wet worms that are just laying together. A like wet worm? worms. Like that's what sand, that is? Like the sand worms from Beetlejuice? That's where they're from. Yeah. I thought they were on Saturn. They're <laughs> on Saturn. The, is though, that what yeah. that was? He's like, Saturn. Oh, oh I didn't know. Right? <laughs> I hate them myself. <laughs> oh. So that was pretty cool, and uh, there was just a lot of fun stuff to do there. It was very educational. You got to uh, go into the room where they had the uh, the Houston, uh, or the like the the room from Apollo thirteen, like the actual command center. Yeah, command center. That's the word. Yay! And they were re uh, they're refurbishing the whole room and like all the computers. And by next year, which I think is the fiftieth anniversary next year, they're gonna have all the computers working. And they're going to have shit on the screens. And they're not actually computers. They're just monitors that are monitoring different things. Because uh, back then, the computers they're gonna were like... going to have shit on the screen. Yeah, they're going to have shit on the screen. They're going to have uh, like ashtrays and like papers everywhere. And it's got to look like... Like they make just... it look like it was just finished the, the mission. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So uh, maybe we went like a year too late or really? a year too early or something. Yeah. But it was pretty cool. Um, also went to uh, uh, a shop called the Coral Sword... Okay. Which is a what I thought was going to be a comic book slash gaming store. Um, that Ming Chin from Comic Book Men and all that, he part owns part of it. Oh, cool. In in Houston, and uh, so I was like, oh, that's cool. Go check it out. It's in a ghetto esque area, and there wasn't a lot going on. So um, you skipped it. I went. You went. Yeah, I went. There wasn't much going on. There wasn't much going on. So no. what was it? What kind it of was shop? Was it a comic as Mostly shopping? gaming and like a coffee shop. Gaming is like, like magic like gaming board games, or... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, board games. There were a little bit of comics um, and there were a little bit of like... There's like... It was like beer, coffee, and like board games. 
That's cool. It was it was okay, uh, but it was just kind of odd. A little bit of an odd place. I did a double decker tour bus. Yeah. Like where I, did you tour? Uh, Houston. Oh, you just they showed you <laughs> everywhere in Houston. Yeah, they like drove around like the sites city and shit. And, okay, cool. But it was cool. I'd never been on a double decker tour bus. I thought they were kind of like uh, like oh that's for tourists. And I never I didn't do it in like New York City. I didn't do it in. Uh, like I've never done it in New Orleans. I've never done it in Chicago. I've never done it anywhere. Right. And I was like, oh, that would be uh, that would be just stupid, whatever. But decided, why not? Let's go do it. And uh, it was really neat. I enjoyed it. Just kind of kicked back, sat on the top layer of the double decker bus. Yeah, of course. Why would you not? And uh, just otherwise, felt the it's just like you're in like hair. in a fucking bus if yeah, you did it at the bottom. <laughs> It'd be like hot. I don't think there was air down there. But it was cool. I recommend double decker tour buses. You're not too cool for it. That's that's I, my. I, I, I don't. I would never put it past myself. That, that I would should do be the tagline. I've I've never done a double decker tour bus. I don't know that I would do one in the states though. I mean, it it might be cool. You would, but I I've always seen them in like London. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Experience. I don't think they're as big as the ones in London. Like these were a little bit yeah. smaller, but they were red still, and they had two stories. Did so. they have a little bell that was? Like, ding, ding, ding. I don't know, That's but they a had. Trolley. They had a, don't listen uh, to me. They had like a spiral E kind of staircase. Oh, to go, to go upstairs. upstairs. Yeah. That's and, cool. uh, but yeah, they, yeah, they definitely should be like double decker tour buses. You're not too cool for it. Like that should be their tagline. It was nice. I liked it. Um, also in Houston, fun fact did you know that there is an entire underground world of Houston? No. What do you mean? So. Houston, evidently the downtown area isn't like a very popular area. Like, um, it's kind of weird, I guess. Like Houston used to be over, like kind of crowded and everybody moved out of the city and now they're starting to kind of come back, but it's hot obviously cause it's Texas or yeah. whatever. And I guess what they did like anymore, like Austin is basically like epicenter. Austin's seems the like. place. Yeah. yeah. The, the cool hip, like, yeah, I guess Houston and Austin are kind of very liberal cities in a very conservative yeah. state. Um, both of those two are, are kind of fall into that realm from what I'm told of the tour guide. Um, makes sense. But so I guess the, and there's an entire like underground system that was initially built during like, like a long time ago. And they have like, like the, no, it's all like walkways. And it was the, like the courthouses were connected and to the prison and and everything like that. Like it was all like, so you could transfer people. But there's also another set of tunnels that go underneath the entire city and, uh, all of the large, you can't access, there's only like one access from outside. Everything else is like, you have to go into like the Wells Fargo building or whatever. And they have an access to the downstairs. And there's, like, shops and everything down there. Like, there, it's all, like, a place to hang out. Like, it's, like, a, a mall, from what I understand. Um, unfortunately, I did not get to go down there because the day that I decided that I was going to go down there was the 4th of July and everything was closed. Okay. Because it's ran like a business and it was, like, 4th of July, everything's closed. But, uh, yeah, evidently there's a whole, like, underground community, like, of businesses and shops and everything. That are down there? That are down there, yeah. That's crazy. Like, like a mall, I would imagine. Like, yeah. And there's, like, McDonald's. Because like, there's no restaurants above ground in the city. Yeah. Like, nothing. There's no, like, you can't go into McDonald's or Jimmy John's or get a Starbucks or whatever when it's you're downtown. It's all down there? It's all down underground. That's nuts. It's weird. I never knew that. I didn't either. Fun fact. That is a cool, um, fun fact. 
couple other things I did while I was out and about. Houston people holding out on us. I ate a lot of lamb while I was gone. Did you? Yeah. You familiar with a lamb? You know I've, what it is? Yes, I've had lamb. You know, it's an animal. It is. There you go. Yep. So do the sheep. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what I was thinking of. It's the same thing. Lamb and sheep are the same? Yeah. Are they part of the same family or are they the exact They're same They're the animal? exact same thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Anyways, I ate a lot of lamb. Um, but a specific uh, instance of my lamb... I had a lamb meat. My lamb to. <laughs> I went to a restaurant called Aladdin and had lamb meatballs. And they were good. But then I also went to a um I went to a restaurant called the Hobbit Cafe. I, I remember somebody posting something. I, somebody posted something. Was it you that said something about eating there? You maybe you messaged me and told me you did. Could be. But I, uh, so the Hobbit Cafe is a, uh, entirely, is a themed restaurant revolving around the Hobbit and other Middle Earthly things, as you could imagine. Um, it is, uh, done kind of poorly, but it's, it's got its charm and that it's done the way it is, but it's really consists of like a bunch of movie posters and like this looks like an old house that is still in the middle of the city. Yeah, and uh, they have like a sign that says play, Hobbit Cafe. Do they play like the the theatrical no like soundtrack the whole time. No, <laughs> like you're in there and you're just like you're thinking more complex than they are. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like, oh. there's movie posters. There was out of like five staff that I saw, there was one that was dressed up like an elf. The rest of them were like in regular clothes, and then like the sign hat was like written in like the Hobbit like yeah. characters. But that was about it. The the uh, how was the food? The food was okay. Um, it did, wasn't even really centered around like. Wait, the, did you get an ale while you were there? I did, but it was did it come in pints? <laughs> I wanted to say that, but like they didn't. There were so many easy grabs they could have gotten oh. on that that they chose not to. But they I got all, no, they chose not that to. That should have been something they said. You're like, you're like, I'll have the such and such ale. And then like, they just then come up and be like, it comes in pints. You want in a pint? <laughs> yes, exactly. They had so many missed opportunities. Um, yeah, if you're going to go theme, go deep theme. Yeah, it was very light theme. Uh, but I got a lamb burger because I was like, oh, a lamb burger, that sounds good. Um, not to be confused with George Michael's Wham Burger. Yeah, the Wham Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you do the jitterbug. <laughs> But uh, I was like, I'll have the lamb burger. And she goes, I recommend you get that rare. And I was like... Yeah. Most places that cook lamb have a tendency to want to do it rare. We, Me and Mandy went to uh, Global Gourmet in Carbondale. And they okay. had a dinner night, like a big specialty jazz night that mm-hmm. they were doing. And uh, we went there and we had the lamb. And the lamb, they, they cook it how they cook it. They, they say we prefer to cook it rare or very light, medium rare. Yeah. Where we're just like, we'll try it. Because it keeps it, it, keeps it the com- juices. It comes out, and uh, you can see the size of where my fingers are at. This is the portion of the lamb I got. We, we say two and a half inches, maybe yeah, basically, three. basically, if I'm being generous. D- in diameter. It's uh, a circular thing, I would assume. It was just like a little puck of it, and still had the bone attached to it, of course. Okay. But it was like enough meat to have like three bites, and you're basically done. Mm. And the sides weren't that great. And, you paid and I paid probably... $20 and, a piece. Well, yeah, well, yeah like, I think it was like 25 So by uh, the time we had that in our drinks it was like a 55 dollar evening yeah i tipped left went to mcdonald's got more food because we were still hungry <laughs> and then i think we went and watched a movie i, I we, we talked about that not too long ago me and mandy we were just like you remember whenever we were like 
fuck it, we're out to this place that we were supposed to be at for like up until like almost 11 o'clock. And then we had McDonald's and we we're like, let's get these chicken nuggets and go watch a movie. That's funny. It's the simple thing sometimes. I'm sorry but, I interrupted you. No, your you're fine. Rare is, yeah, exactly. So she wanted it. She wanted to give it to me raw. Oh, God. If you know what I mean. I do. And uh, so I took it raw. And what I found is that I don't really want it raw. It sounded like you were about to sing a country song. I got really close to the microphone. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Elizabeth. It sounded like you were going to go, I don't really want it wrong. And, uh, yeah, it was it was not uh, as appeasing as it could be. No. But, you know, things happen. Um, and then after my trip to Houston, I spent a couple days in New Orleans. Yeah. And uh, had some food, and it was good, and visited some friends, and that was good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's nasal spray, not cocaine. <laughs> this is a little bit of ASMR <laughs> for everybody that loves the sound of nasal spray. <laughs> oh, this episode has gone off the tracks. I love it. That's a good smell, though. I like it. it the smell? Of, yeah. You don't smell it? Yeah, it's in my nose. <laughs> it's like... Menthol. Yeah, I like menthol. I like the smell of menthol. <laughs> Go smoke some cigarettes over at the fucking comic book shop you went to. <laughs> Hang outside. <laughs> oh, um, but I did a uh, while I was in New Orleans. I did a uh, a panic room experience. Oh, I've done one. And uh, this is the my second one. Um, and you're gonna love it. Because it was Hobbit thing. No, <laughs> it was called the Hobbit Panic Room. No, um, it it's was. Called they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> You're panicking to get them back. Um, no, it was it was the history of games. Kinda. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It wasn't like spooky. It wasn't scary. It wasn't any of that. It was. Do tell. It was. Uh, you essentially start out in a room, and it had a timeline of games, and it started with like dice and and all that, and went through. Um, a, like Bingo and Yahtzee and cool. uh, Scrabble and Clue and so all of your all of your things that led you through it all were all game related and we were in this one room and you go through it and you are doing well and you're like we got time we got this under control and you open up a door that looks like a closet it's kind of like a closet yeah. door and you end up going to a second room that you didn't know was there yeah and you end up playing like an old RPG video game. Like, and you go through and it's like, would you like to go to the woods or would you like to, and you have to kind of like, so you end up playing a video game that they've made for this thing. That's awesome. And then, and it's, it's pretty cool. You go, you go through a lot of different things. Um, I can't even remember what it was all, what all it pertained, but there was a lot of just like different video game references that ended up being, uh, pretty cool. That's pretty, awesome. Pretty cool uh, little thing. We ended up making it out in time. We survived or whatever you do. Uh, but uh, panic rooms are just killer. They seem to be uh, getting bigger and better. They've got one uh, locally in Carbondale. Yeah, I think I know that one. The first one, well, the only one I've been to was in Paducah. Okay. They had ones that were like kind of semi-Halloween themed that okay. were there too. But whenever we went in, we went to this one that was almost like a, just like a detective, almost Mission Impossible-esque themed. Right. And on. it was for... Uh, Nathan Jackson's uh, bachelor party. It was just a big group of us that all went, and we could all go to this one together, so there was like seven of us there. And uh, 
it was pretty cool. It was like a lot of math puzzles at first, finding some stuff hidden under specific things. We went into like open up this room that looked like a vault. And whenever you go and open up the room that has like the vault in it, it was like it's full on like it became a physical activity at that point in time because they had like lasers and the lasers were like motion censored. So as soon as you would touch the laser, it would ring and then you were meant to run back and you were only you were supposed to have three members of your party go through. So it was like alternating trying to get people, three people to get all the way through to do it. Okay. Um, then you have three people at the very end and you have to like simultaneously hit these like buttons and stuff in sequence okay. at, that's why you have to have three people to do them cause you can't do it with two or less. Yeah. Um, do that to unlock like the grid so everybody else can come up there and like the ending of like, I think the whole end thing ended, it looked like there was like a fridge in one room and whenever we finished the stuff, we, we ended up finishing it, but we actually passed the time. We were the last people oh, that okay. day, so they went ahead and let's they just finish it. Do it yeah. And we were like five minutes out from actually finishing it. Um, we're, so we missed the time. And she said, time's up, but you guys can finish if you want because you're so close. Yeah. And we finished it like five minutes later. And then pushed this thing, turned on this lock that was on this refrigerator, opened up the refrigerator, and the refrigerator was a door that goes back out into like the lobby. <laughs> That's cool. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was they pretty get pretty intricate. Idea. I mean, the one in in uh, Carbondale, they're they're charging about the same that you would for any of those other experiences, but probably aren't as intricate. Sure. So yeah. So I, but I recommend anybody who's curious about them definitely try that shit out. It's pretty yeah, it cool. doesn't have to be one that's like spooky or something. There's the yeah. other, like I said, the detective one was pretty cool too. Yeah. So yeah, I like it. That's tripping for y'all. Um. So uh, other things. Talk about some some music that I've been up to. Um, don't have a lot. Uh, there's a couple of albums that have been out that I would definitely want to recommend to people. Uh, there's a new album by the band This Wild Life okay. uh, called Petaluma. Never uh, heard of them. So This Wild Life is, uh, from what I can, from what I know, I haven't done a lot of research on them, but I've been listening to them for a couple of years now. They started out as like a pop punk band okay. for like first two albums. And then at some point, I think they lost maybe their bass player and drummer. And just decided not to replace them, and now do just acoustic music. That's cool. So it's like acoustic. There's one guy that plays acoustic and sings. He's kind of got a higher, more falsetto-y kind of voice. And then there's the other guy who plays like electric leads over everything. And so it's got a real kind of something similar but still unique feel to it. Um, got some real good hooks in it. Um, but this is their third album under this kind of genre. They've got, like I said, the two albums from before, but then uh, they had an album called Clouded, uh, which is my favorite. So is really it kind of like, like City and Color-esque, maybe? Um, it's like City and Color's first album, but if you also added like, like an electric, electric guitar yeah. and did some different things with it. like it, cool. It's kind of in that vein, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but very cool. I, I like uh, them a lot. Um, and then... I, this album has been out for a long time. The uh, A Great Big World. They had that song with Christina Aguilera that say something. Oh yeah, me. that song. That album is actually a really good album. Uh, it's called Is There Anybody Out There? And uh, Is There Anybody Out There? It's it sounds like it's written as a musical. Like, oh, cool. It, like, it has a very musically vibe to it. Um, I don't know if you've heard any of like the Dear Evan. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen, uh, no. which is a, a newer musical that's been out on Broadway, uh-uh. uh, but it's kind of got the same vibe as that. Kind of like um, if Owl City did a did a, did a musical, musical. Okay. kind of in that vein a little bit more. 
Um, so that's a really good album that I'd recommend checking out. It's been out for a long time. And then um, I've been listening to the hell, listen the hell out of uh, the Wonder Years' newer album. It came out yeah. a few months back, that Sister Cities. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Yeah, Wonder Years is good stuff. Absolutely great. They were uh, they were in town at the end of June in St. Louis, and uh, I, I missed out on that, but uh, definitely yeah. want to hit them up next time. There are bands in October that are going to be in St. Louis, and I'm not going to get to go any of them. We're going to have a baby then. Babies are cool though. Babies are awesome. I mean, I'm super excited. But for you, I I'm just really throwing like out babies, like, like, but... like Foo Fighters <laughs> and Twenty One Pilots and. Uh, I don't know if Coheed was going to be coming around or not. Uh, there was another thing. Oh, uh, no, that that that's next month. Summer Slaughter is going to be coming to Pops. They're going to do it outside, I think. What's that? Summer Slaughter tour. What's that? It's a metal tour. It's got... What's that? It's got headlining. It's Between the Bird and Me. Oh, yeah? Uh, Born of Osiris will be there. A couple other bigger metal bands and stuff, too. But uh, yeah, there's just a lot of good stuff coming up, and I'm not going to be able to go to it, which I'm... Like I said, I don't want it to make it sound like I'm not excited for my kid. It just, you are going to be so excited. It's going to suck whenever we can't go places. You'll get, like, but you'll... It's going to get to a point to where we'll get to go places. And when you sure. go places, you'll appreciate them so much more. Yeah, and I'm really excited to take her with us to yeah, go to places, absolutely. too, eventually. Absolutely. Put giant headphones on her and make her have her go with us to a concert. Yeah. Little five-year-old just fucking rocking out. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Uh, in movie news... Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Bill and Ted 3. I've heard of Bill and Ted 3. Uh, they are still moving forward. It seems like it's going a little bit slower than everybody wanted to. Yeah, I thought that they was having issues with funding. Um, Something to that effect, I don't know. right? They are in pre-production, uh, Alex good. Winter says. Uh, but they are still moving forward on the, uh, what's it, Bill and Ted Conquer the World or some shit like that. Um, but face the music. Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah. So, uh, should be pretty cool. Um, I don't know if you're a fan of the original Bill and Ted. I'm a fan of both of them. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, should be pretty cool. Um, also, have you been, uh, did we, have we talked, we talked about Venom a little bit. And yeah, we the, talked uh, about one of the earlier the episodes. The kind of anticlimactic, uh, of it that I just wasn't really yeah. anything that was killer about it. Um, they seem to be still leaning pretty hard on it. Like, they, they definitely want it to be big. I don't know if we'll see any kind of... Well, obviously, we won't see anything because by the time we get the finished product, it'll be the finished product. But, you know, will they do a little, a little bit of kind of listen to people and change things a little bit more? But I just don't you know, think I've heard that... straight up from, like, the script and stuff now for, like, 100% for positive, it's not going to have, like, anything to do to tie into, like, Peter Parker or yeah, Spider-Man or anything. Yeah, I would It's all just going to be about him. They're really trying to lean hard on that, like, darker, like, this is... This is Venom, and Venom's mean, and he bites people's faces and stuff. Yeah. But like, I mean, there's got to be some kind of a good. He's like antihero in this point, right? And yeah. This book. I mean, he's or taking this movie in it. Taking away, taking down bad guys, but he's still mean. Yeah, well, I mean, it's antiheroes. That's the yeah. point. Like the Punisher is still technically like that's true. Kind of like morally wrong. I mean, he fucking murders all those people and stuff like that, as opposed to everybody else trying to like not kill. Like Peter doesn't kill the villains. That's true. Good point. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um. But, uh, but I just a... don't think that that thing, that CGI thing they got going on, needs to talk. Are you like, sure? Is, I think that's the problem. Are you sure? I was. I thought a lot about this, and then I looked at the new poster mine, they have. I feel like mine sounded Yoda. like evil Yoda. Yeah. Hello, shit. It's like the. It's like if Yoda accidentally slipped into Darth Vader's mask. <laughs> Fuck you! I will. <laughs> um. 
And then there was, uh, whether it matters or not, I, I'm a, a big Carrie Kelly fan. Uh, Carrie Kelly? The, the Carrie Kelly Robin, if you will. But evidently, Zack Snyder had planned on introducing, uh, I thought said Gary Kelly. <laughs> Gary Kelly. <laughs> Gary, Dean of students. <laughs> yeah. Uh, had planned on introducing Carrie Kelly into his DC movie universe before he was a shit canned. Uh, but evidently that was going to be a plan of his, which I think they all speculated that when they had uh, the Kate Mara was was planned to be in the uh, Justice League yeah. movie, and then her entire part of it got cut out, if I remember right. Yeah. And uh, but she was everybody was like, oh, I bet they're going to lean on her, and that's going to be Carrie Kelly. But uh, hopefully we see Carrie Kelly. I mean, with the uh, the drive and the push, and it seems like we're definitely like getting a little bit more female-centric and at least being an equal amount of uh, focus on female superheroes. Yeah, I mean, um, both TV side and and movie side, we're seeing a lot more of that push yeah. toward that direction, too. And we've already got Supergirl. We have Batwoman coming, too, on Batwoman's CW. Batwoman's still, yeah, that's and the She's plan, supposed to be, yeah. I think it's like the first openly gay superhero or something, I think is what I heard. Ah. I said they're going to make her like a lesbian in the show. I mean, you got, like, Mr. Terrific's been a gay man on on Arrow for, like, three seasons. Yeah, but they actually full-on said he was? Oh, he's got a husband. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. I've not watched Arrow since, like, season four. Yeah, he's got... He's, so I'm like, I don't know any of that yeah, stuff right he's, now. Yeah, he's got a husband and okay. everything. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I thought uh, that's what somebody said that they were like, and, the first openly gay, blah blah blah. No. Whenever they talked about it, like, because they were like, I was just like, I get it. Maybe it's the first openly gay female superhero. Well, I was gonna say, uh, I th- <laughs> I'm gonna debunk that one a little bit. Two, uh, the Supergirl, uh, her her or her stepsister, whatever, on there is openly gay and has a is married now, I think, um, and I think she's is maybe a superhero now. I don't know, huh. but. Uh, who knows? Anyways, we're happy for Batwoman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but Carrie Kelly Carrie would be Kelly. cool, and I'd like to see her in a movie, uh, maybe with, uh, who did we who did we dreamcast as our, our older Bruce Wayne, not to the other day? Oh, shit. Who did we say? I can't remember. I don't either remember either. <laughs> but she could be his... his, his oh, novel. Tom Selleck. Yes. Yeah, we said Tom, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck with a, with a, with a Carrie with Kelly Robin. With, with his mustache. Yeah. Um, and then, as far as movies go, I just want to say that I watched The Matrix, the first one, the other day. Yeah. And I came up with this... You remember when... We Love The Matrix? When Reloaded came out? Yeah. And everybody... And like six months later, Revolutions came out. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was whining about the dance scene in there. What dance scene? Like the rave scene? In the... In Reloaded? The rave scene? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, they're dancing in these Matrix movies now. I don't remember people making a big deal about it. Yeah, nobody liked it. There was dancing in the first one. That's what I was going to say. There was a club scene whenever she, yes. whenever she Trinity comes up to Neo and she starts there whispering was, in his ear or whatever. There has always been dancing in the Matrix. There wasn't a dancing scene in the third one. There wasn't? No. No, wait. Am I lying? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've Raven, seen when was When was the city celebration? I thought that was in the second one. That was in the second one. When, which one did we see in theaters together? We saw both of those last two ones in oh, theaters okay. together. Well, then that doesn't... Yeah, my dad took me and you both <laughs> yeah. to go see those, because they were so close apart, we were just like, we gotta play that. That's right. We were obsessed. But, uh, 
Yeah, I realized. The Wachowski siblings. <laughs> when I was, yeah, when I was watching those, I was like, there's always been dancing in the Matrix. Yeah, there was dance, there was a rave scene in the first one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, fucking Rob Zombie's playing in the background. I can't if remember. I, I had the volume sure turned turn down pretty low. I was just that's, like, it. in the club scene wherever she, like, comes up and whispers in his ear or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, and then I want to talk about um, a couple TV things that are, are coming up. Uh, just announced that... Uh, well, maybe not just announced because it'll probably come out next week. Okay. Uh, but there is an Alf reboot in the works. Reboot, as in like the Alien Alf. The Alien Alf. Wow. The uh, are they going to use the old puppet? The still, Alien I'd like or... to fuck. Oh, that's what it stands for. <laughs> no. No. What does it stand for? I can't remember. It but it's definitely something. not that. <laughs> oh, I just uh, Animal Liberation Front. That's not it. Alf uh, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> um. But anyways, you keep looking at that while I talk. So evidently, there is an ALF reboot. There isn't much to say about it at this time, except for that they are working on something. There's something in the works for it. Uh, just thought it was interesting. Alien life form. Yeah. Um, so, I don't that's know... so simple. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do, if they're going to go puppet, or if they're going to go digital, or what. I mean, have you seen... Uh, have you watched any of that Happy show that's on Sci-Fi? No. I um, know uh, it's a what's-his-face uh, yeah. from Law & Order was yeah. on there before. Was it Law & Order? Yeah. Chris Marino. I uh, know you're right on the right path. I I'm, can't think of his name. I'm close. But, yeah. Uh, I can't think of it. I don't know why. But the animation that they do in conjunction with the live action on that Happy, I've only seen the first episode, but of that, that animated, uh, I think he's a uni- flying unicorn, a pegasus or something. Uh, Christopher Maloney. Yeah, Christopher yeah, Maloney. You're right. Uh, there. But it looks so good, like the way that they're doing it, especially for a TV show, that if they decided that they weren't going to do a puppet for Alf and they were going to figure out something, I think they could pull it off. He was on Oz. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't either. I, mean, um, I remember SVU. Like that, oh, he was yeah. like the fucking he best there. kid. He was yeah. the best thing on there. Him and what movie Mariska was Hargitay. Him? That was after that. Um, I can't remember. I've seen been a lot of things that were good. Yeah, Harold and Kamara, both of them. Uh, something that I'd seen. He was in Sim City Dame, Dame to Kill for. That wasn't what I'm thinking of, though. Beef. That's what you were thinking of. No. Um, There's another a, TV show he was on. He was on uh, True Blood, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we're getting a uh, Purge TV show. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know why, but... Uh, I don't either. I've never seen any of the movies. You really haven't? Nope. You're I've not got, missing we, a total we, bunch. I think we own the first one. We just never watched it. You're not missing a lot. I haven't seen the the last one, which I think is the first. Fourth of the July, first purge. yeah. No, for the Fourth of July one's the third one. The first purge is the fourth one. Oh, I'm confused now. <laughs> no, um, it's called pur- the first purge. It's <laughs> like a movies. prequel. Uh, the first purge is the newest one. It, yeah, it's like a prequel. That's the. the it happens on July Fourth. Well, they all happen on July Fourth. I know. I'm just saying, like, that's, like they that's, all they, it came out on July Fourth too. Yeah, I think it's they the all, first one. It's the first. It's a prequel. I thought maybe it, they called it the first purge, quote unquote, because it was like based around electro, like uh, electoral shit. You know what I mean? Oh no, election year was the third one, the purge election year. I know. I, I meant like, I'm getting like the first purge, like like the first the first lady and first you know I mean, um, like like the first people or whatever. I was assuming like because they made everything still like a very patriotic. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, like I said, they release them all. I think right around Fourth of July. Yeah, July first, July eighteenth, and June. They're all supposed to be like, there. It's a a a satirical. So the first one even took place on the Fourth of July as well. 
like the I think Purge Night 2022. I think it's all supposed to be, yeah, it's all supposed to be during, like, it's the new thing to, Purge like, Purge Anarchy. Yeah. But, yeah, uh... It doesn't say what year that one takes place in. So is this one supposed to be... The, the f- election year was... Is that actually happens in, like, 2016, quote-unquote? No, no, it's a... It's a... It's during an election year. Okay. It's 2040, is that Okay, so that's very far future. Yeah. So the first purge is supposed to... It takes place... It says 2022 on that. Yeah, so the first... No, I mean the movie The First Purge. Not the oh. first movie The Purge. <laughs> There's a movie called The Purge, which is the right. first one in the series. Yes, that's and what I'm saying. That one takes place in 2022. <laughs> and then the fourth film is called The First Purge. Right, and, and this one takes place... a prequel, so it would be before 2022. 20 or whatever you said it doesn't say it might say if you click on it like if you click the actual on, click yeah. on the first purge yeah it might tell you like the sometime year. in the mid 21st century okay. so it just doesn't it, it could doesn't, be anytime yeah so so we are getting a tv series though that is so uh, i'm sorry i derailed it so much i just don't understand you're okay so we've got timelines complicated. so it's one two three and, and then, then one zero. takes place before 2022 yeah. sometime yeah it's a prequel yeah but if it happened on july 4th maybe this is something like Donald Trump, I'm your president. I think it's going to be great if we all just murder each other on the 4th of July like Americans should do. I mean, it happens like 2018. They're definitely poking fun at the world that we live in. Have you seen all of them? I've seen the first three. Okay. I thought maybe you watched them. I have not seen the first Purge being the fourth movie. (laughs) Uh, But there is a TV series that we are getting. Um, I don't know anything about it except for that I just wanted to talk about the significance of that we're getting a lot more horror TV shows. Yeah. Uh, with the, like, seemed like it started with the Exorcist TV show that we got. I never watched it either. Um, I, I, I want to. The end. Yeah, I do. Too. I haven't watched it yet. Um, and then we've got this. Um, there's a couple more, it seems like, we're, we've got that I can't think of at this moment. But we're getting a lot of Ooh. things that we're, we're serializing. Billy Baldwin. Ooh. We're serializing horror uh, the horror genre in more of a TV show and oh Scream, Scream was yeah, a TV Scream show. Scream was a TV show and MTV um, did that right. Yeah, MTV did that one. Says so the TV series purchase the Purge. I meant uh, revolving around a twelve-hour period where all crime include. That's just the oh. setup for the thing. So they're just gonna like the entire series will just be a, a maybe one purge. like one purge. Like that's a, interesting. Like make it season be twelve episodes yeah. and it happens instead in of trying hour. to fit it all in one. Like movie. making twenty-four, but like yeah, every exactly. hour is like an episode. Absolutely, that was on yeah. So that's interesting. The series follows several seemingly unrelevant characters living in a small city as the clock winds down. Each character is forced to reckon with their past and discover how far they will go to survive in the night. So it's basically like the setup for the premise of the movies, but they're just doing it in a just longer, extending and everything. You're getting out. to know the, the Other characters, characters more, more yeah. which will probably mean a little bit more for when they cool have to like die or make decisions. Tarantino, like it where they did it almost in like chapters. Like you have this chapter with this guy, the. Gabriel Chavira or oh, whatever, like, where you kind of like, like Miguel, hit, like the first episode, like revolves around him, and then you yeah. check out this chick's character, and then some, like uh, one of the side characters from this guy's episode is in this, and it, that, that's where you start seeing some like bleed you'll, through, uh, like getting to the point where eventually you see like Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah, you get some bleed through there. Yeah, I love bleed through. It's mm, my favorite kind I, of. Bleed. I don't. Uh, and then. Uh, Grant Gustin and Tom Cavanaugh of the Flash, a Flash fame, yep, are uh, evidently have a short film uh, that they yeah. have released. Um, I, I saw the trailer. The, have you the, seen I, the... I listened to uh, their panel that they did after oh, did the you? Smodcast episode because cool. they had, they had them on their uh, 
talking about it. They showed the audience the that show that short. Is it the is it the one called Grant and Tom or Tom and Grant? Tom and Grant, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think because so. they they released like a short, like a short short, like two minutes. It almost was like a trailer. Yeah. Um, like a year ago maybe or so and it's just them in a car mm-hmm. and they're talking back and forth and you could tell they're not like necessarily good people yeah um, and it was real this funny this one like I guess the short had like that they watched was like even like three small shorts within the short that okay. they watched or something because they and said think... that there was like a segment of it called like Jizz Bros or something like okay. that and that was like one of the quote unquote shorts they had in okay. their big short it's uh the one the one that i did see a while back was really funny so i'm i'm looking forward to what cool i never on. it sounds like it'll be a good time but i've never never seen anything from it well i mean you, they wrote did they write the stuff themselves too right i yeah, think probably yeah because it looks like it's just something they got bored when they were on set and they're like let's do this yeah like, kind of thing but uh i mean tom cavanaugh has got a, a pretty good uh comedic sense of humor uh i mean from listening to the mike and tom eat snacks show you kind of get a sense of what he can kind of do uh with all that um so I like, he's good he's good people he's uh he's he's no uh he's no timothy oliphant but he's close <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways um, oh tim on to some uh some uh comic book news you want to talk about comic book news i want you to tell me all about your do you comic like comic book books i adore comic do books. you do you like to read a comic book for or the so? love of christ tell me about the comic books um well i, w- I want to talk about one that was a surprise release from uh, maybe about two weeks ago now um it is <laughs> <laughs> um for you guys that aren't sharing a screen with us uh, justin just pulled up a picture of timothy oliphant that uh made him look a little crazy maybe yeah. um <laughs> looks a little bit like uh, Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, mixed with mixed with Beetlejuice. Like an attractive Gary not, Busey. Not Michael Keaton, but Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, then uh, there was a surprise comic that came out called Die, Die, Die. Yeah, uh, uh, new Robert Kirkman. Kirkman joint. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I read it. How was it? Uh, it was okay. A little bit more political than I like to be. I still haven't read uh, the other one. Oblivion Song? Yeah, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't read that one at all. I've, I've dipped my toe in it, but I really haven't gotten submerged. I heard in that it. one's pretty good. I want to take some time in it. It felt like something I wanted to like you know, swim around, enjoy, it. you know, appreciate the artwork that's involved mm-hmm. in it. Seemed like they really tried. Uh, this die 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 is. Uh, I mean, it's really a, a giant like political comic is really what it's oh. about. Um, but it was okay. I probably won't pick up any more of it. So, okay. Uh, I I give that a. Uh, uh, a medium rare. Oh man! Uh, give it like a medium rare. I'm giving it a medium give rare. It a medium rare. Um, I don't even like to eat steaks like that. <laughs> I, I like a medium rare steak. I don't like that much blood. Um, <laughs> Stranger Things is getting a comic book series. I've heard of this. You have heard of a this a little bit. I mean, it's it's been news for a little bit. They're also getting book books. Book so book. we're getting comic books and we're getting book books. Getting book books. Uh, they also got. Uh, <laughs> they're getting a. Uh, <laughs> Do that more. Telltale game series. The people really? who made The Walking Dead, Telltale, and okay. Game of Thrones, and Batman, and stuff like yeah. that. They're making a, a Stranger Things Telltale series well, now. Well, because they're done with The Walking Dead, the last one. Mm-hmm. Last, yep. So they've got they got to pick up something. Yeah. Some That's new IP. The, they're doing Stranger Things. Well, cool. Very cool. Yeah, so we're getting some uh, getting some Stranger Things. Getting some Strange up in here. And uh, that will be cool. Uh, the, the first uh, of the series, the comic book series... It's supposed to be a, uh, a a story of Will while he's in the Upside Down. Will? Will. 
between well, one and two seasons one and two i mean well kind of during one like oh, when okay. he's in the upside down sure. like while everybody's looking for him this is like this is what this fool was up to while everybody was looking for him yeah I imagine that'll be a lot of hiding. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Like Forts, inner monologue. Like there's a reason why they probably didn't tell this story to begin with. <laughs> but uh we're also getting an old lady Harley miniseries. Are you familiar with the uh old man Logan? Yes, I'm familiar with Old Man Logan. <laughs> okay. Are you familiar with the old man Hawkeye? No. So uh earlier this year they started the old man Hawkeye. Is it series. better than regular Hawkeye? Um, I mean, because Hawkeye plays a big part in the Old Man Logan yeah. series, the original miniseries. I'm not sure about the ongoing that they did um, as much. But now uh, Harley Quinn in true kind of I'm going to make fun of everything kind of format with the comics. They're going to do Harley? an old lady Harley Quinn. Wow. <laughs> so uh, watch out for that miniseries that we're going to get. Um, we also have uh, the... Are you familiar with the panel syndicate? No. So, Panel Syndicate is something that um, has been was started up by Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin. Okay. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn of the Saga, and I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Marcos Martin is also is the artist on Saga, and okay. so Saga's like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. You I know, know, I read part of Saga. You know, Saga. So they they started up this kind of um, freedom of speech, I guess, kind of thing that they've got going on for comics, and just kind of a home for. Anything it's called panel syndicate, and uh, so it's a it's a DRM free pay what you want comic book website. Oh, cool! And they do all this original content for it, like a humble bundle, but for comics. Um, yeah, but it's it's more of like an actual like monthly series. Okay, that comes out, and it's all most of it's their original content. They've got a couple. It's creators. like Rivet. It is like <laughs> it could be like Rivet. Um, and uh, I just wanted to talk about it just a little bit. So they, they did a, a book called Private Eye um, that's now been in print. Image did a print on it. And, it was uh, loosely based on the Hall & Oates song. It was uh, not even loosely based. It was like an identical, like it was like a panel per panel, like line per line of the song. Are you are you joking? No. Yes. I, <laughs> I don't even know what song you're talking gonna, about. I was going to be like, I would buy this. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Hall and Oates and comic books, are you familiar with Holy the... shit, really? Did I do that? <laughs> Have you heard of the Glenn and Henry Forever comic book? No. This is Glenn Danzing and Henry Rollins. Um, somebody has... What does that have to do with Hall and Oates? Just wait. Okay. <laughs> so, this I, I'm going to butcher all of this because I don't have it in front of me. Okay. But there is a comic book called Glenn and Henry Forever. And essentially, it is a take on me, Glenn Danzing, and Henry Rollins as if they were gay lovers. Oh my! And Hall and Oates are are their neighbors, and they're also gay lovers. (laughs) They're not gay lovers. They're like the older gay couple that lives next to the young and hip gay couple. And it uh, is—it's really good. And actually, uh, you've got a bunch of different creators that contribute to the book, and so you get like this like five page story and then this next five page story but it's consistently a bunch of gay people it's it's a bunch of like glenn and henry with like hollow notes popping in every once in a while to like give them advice and there's a lot of like because you know obviously glenn is very much like satan like and and it's all a bunch of like doubled stuff and so all that's into it and they've got like the the trade itself has a bunch of like 
splash pages and giant like just one-off pages of stuff. It's funny. It's good. That's awesome. Um, has nothing to do with any news I had today, but I thought I'd share since you brought up all the notes. That's good. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, Private Eye is a, a book that they actually image published uh, a, a physical copy of. And then in return for letting the image publish this, Robert Kirkman let them, Brian K. Vaughn and Marcus Martin, write a one-shot Walking Dead story. So there's a one, one-shot one called Alien. It's Walking Dead Alien is what it's called. Cool. And it's essentially, um, it's Rick's brother who is in Spain, I do believe, at the time of the zombie apocalypse. And it's kind of a one-shot story of Rick's brother. And him being in Spain and trying to figure out how he can get back to the States because he knows his family's over there. And, and maybe that's how they're going to get rid of Rick on the show. They're going to introduce gonna his brother Spain. from Spain. <laughs> no, they're just going to introduce He'll get killed off and then his brother will come in and he'll be like, hello. <laughs> Is it, but he's not, he's not Spanish. <laughs> he is now. <laughs> I am Senor Grimes. <laughs> Is it just the same dude, just like with like a different mustache? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's still Andrew Lincoln. He's just got, they dyed his hair like jet black and has like a thick black mustache. Even though he's not Spanish. Yeah, but he has a Spanish accent. Um, I bring up this. Where well, he's Rick. Uh, um. They do have a new book on there called Glacier City, which is by a couple of different creators, Jay Faber and Michael Montanant. Um, it's pretty cool. It just started. Um, there's a book called Barrier uh, that is done uh, half in Spanish and half in English, and they don't translate any of it. Like, oh. it's and it's about fifty fifty. Like, it's 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 uh, that I I think Marcos Martin maybe right. They do it that way on purpose. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just a it, that way they kind of celebrate both cultures and so i think it also it's it's titled barrier because there it takes place yeah. at the border wall okay um there's a language barrier that you're dealing yeah. with and, and a physical uh, barrier and it has aliens in it because they awesome. get a, the your main english character english speaking character from america and your main uh spanish speaking character from mexico both get abducted by aliens at the very end of the first issue and then it's this uh the adventure ensues afterwards. That's awesome. So that's the panel panel syndicate, and it's Pan a pay what you want. So like, single, you can go in there and you can download a, a CBV or a C or not B CBZ or a CBR or a, or a PDF of any of these books in English or Spanish usually, or maybe some other languages sometimes um, that they translate into, and you can download them all for free if you want, and then go back and pay what you want afterwards. Um, I typically go in and draw, always give them a dollar right away. Like I just, I even if I don't, they've got a, a like an anime That's type. That's just like a typical press that you probably would pay for a random one off that you'd get at like yeah, a con or like something. Like I would too, buy anyways. a buck for something and be like, oh, I'll check that out. Like and not necessarily know um, what's going on with it. So that's pretty cool. Um, have you heard about Walmart uh, now dealing in DC comics these days? I've heard, yeah. So they and they had deals before back in the '90s too with them. Yeah, yeah. So this is a, a new kind of resurface that they've went through, which is uh, they do they're doing four one hundred page giants a month, and so you'll get a Superman hundred page giant, Batman hundred page giant, a Justice League, and a Teen Titans. So you get four of them a month, and they are it seems like they're doing about three three to the four stories. The thing that you're gonna have is that it's gonna have like a big star in the corner that's gonna say Walmart exclusive on Walmart. your comic. It doesn't. 
actually. No, because no. I bought all these first ones. Really? And uh, yeah, cool. Um, they're Is five it, bucks a piece. They're out now. Yeah, the they the first ones came out the beginning of July, and then they so they'll be monthly. And what they said was that you're gonna get two of them. Starting like they all came out on like July first, hit the shelves. Um, but then in August and going forward, you'll get uh, I think it's Superman and Batman the first week. And then you'll get Teen Titans and Justice League the second week. And that's how they'll roll. Um, but what you get essentially is a three to four stories each. I think it's four. You get one original content story that's never been released before, specifically written for this. And then you get three, I think, I might be wrong, reprints. So um, in the Justice League one, they had their original story. They had a reprint of Justice League number one from the New 52, Aquaman number one, and Flash number one, all from the New 52. Cool. Um, like in the Batman one, they're they're doing a reissue of the Hush storyline, so like you're getting all twelve issues of that over the next twelve months, um, and then I think in September they're starting these like mini series in there of original content. So they've got kind of some one offs in there, but starting then, I Brian Michael Bendis, who's writing Superman currently, yeah, is going to write a Batman story that lasts for like twelve issues. And then Tom King, who's writing Batman currently, will write a Superman story that lasts about the same time. That's cool. So they kind of flip-flop. Seems like they're having fun with it. There's some concern that it will take away, like, Walmart's dealing in comic book business. And it's not like the brick-and-mortar comic book stores need anything else to take business away from them. Yeah. But um, I think it, it hopefully it brings some interest into it. The price point's not bad to where like somebody will go in and go, oh, I'll buy that, and then maybe they'll read that and go, oh, I want to know more about it, and I don't want to wait until next month. I'm gonna go to the comic book store and buy the Hush trade, and so like maybe it'll drive up a little bit about that business. Um, in the same vein, it's also been said that GameStop's gonna start selling yep, comic yeah. books. I knew about that. I don't know when that's gonna start happening. There hasn't been any more news about that yet. Yeah, I think they just said that they're trying to. They're going to have digital that you can purchase as well from like the GameStop app and oh, okay. save it like as a PDF copies. or a CVR okay. or whatever as well. Um, but they're going to have all the physical stuff on turnstiles like in the in the store that you can pick you. up different issues. They're supposed to have limited runs of specific uh, comics as well. I don't remember like which original ones. Original shit, or yeah. Um, but that's going to be a possibility for sure. I know that this that there's going to be several like gaming stuff uh, oriented comics. Oh, that like the like, like already exists. Like there's Gears of War like comics, like the Witcher, like comic, yeah, and stuff the like Gears that. of War comics and stuff like that. The Halo series has comics and stuff that have come out too. They'll try and sell stuff like that yeah. on the on their platforms. So That'd that be cool to drum up like play. a maybe like an original like Zelda comic or something that like maybe that could stem from it. I don't know who. Yeah, it's not been done in a long time. The last time and it's that all I've, like manga, they've had manga stuff, yeah they've yeah. had manga style and. Uh, manga that's been translated into English. They've, they have a link to the past one that I have that was from one of the uh, the original writers of the actual game. Oh, okay. And it was something that they used as like a quote-unquote storyboard whenever they were developing the game in general anyways. And they used that concept art to make an entire comic of it. And it was a manga originally and they changed it into English. I mean, they oh, ran okay. it front yeah. to back instead, instead of back to front. Um, but they do have manga of, I know, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and okay. other game stories too, but it'd be cool just to have some Mario stuff that they've done in the they past. They could do something that was, that would be like, actually open. like new original yeah. content Standalone, or something to that like effect. A, yeah. Stuff that you go, oh, I wish they'd make a game of this or something, you know, 
and very easily. I know yeah. one's thing that, that, they've, cool. that they've conceptualized for a long time and they've never made it anything and never even done any concept art from it was uh, like old Link. Not Link that's a teenager or something like that. Okay. Somebody that's like in his 40s. Okay. You know, and have him be like still an adventurer but have like grizzled, you know, like yeah. white scruff and still have the hat on. But instead of like a tunic like he would be wearing or whatever, he'll just wear like a almost like a a longer green yeah. trench coat type of a thing and still have think, the master sword and stuff almost look almost like devil may cry esque yeah. in a way but uh have it be still set in like hyrule and stuff but older link yeah. taking on you know all of the burdens and stuff that he's had throughout mm-hmm. his life and trying to fight through ganon and stuff but he's ganon still just as young but it's like, like older link trying yeah. to be like i gotta fucking do this kind of a still thing trying to, an old man link yeah old man link <laughs> That'd be cool as a comic series, yeah. standalone, if they did well, something like that. Well, and like, uh, I think it's Dark Horse who has the rights to to Zelda. Dark Horse, because uh, they have. I think they have a lot of that. That the uh, the gaming stuff. They've got like. Uh, I think they may be the ones that do Gears of War. Um, they are the ones who have like Plants vs Zombies has a as a comic, um, and Tomb Raider is on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Tomb Raider, so. Maybe that would be pretty cool to see like Dark Horse pull out a uh, maybe an exclusive and do something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? But uh, but yeah, GameStop. The only thing I worry about with both of these dealers and as a collector of comics is neither Bigger one of them away business from small people too. Well, that and I mean I don't think GameStop's doing so hot, so they probably need anything they can get anyways. But uh, but. I don't know if they know what it takes to take care of those books as a like for collectors. Like if you go to the Walmart to those shelves of those hundred page giants, there. I had to like pick up and put down like three or four of them before I got before one got that was one, in good like, condition. Yeah. No, I mean it's going to be the same way. They're just going to stock the shelves. They'll get them out, and they're going to probably like fold it well. They'll probably over. be in the book. Books will be nice and neat inside the boxes. You know, speaking from like a shipping perspective, yeah. knowing from being working there before. I'm sure they'll be nice and neat, and they might even have like a thin film of paper or something yeah. in between them and stuff. Absolutely. But once you actually pull them out and stuff and stack them up, it's just gonna you get them on them that spinner the rack or whatever they're yeah. gonna put them on. It's they're just gonna, gonna start gonna, they're gonna folding fold over. It's yeah. gonna look like shit. So if if they do do that, they end up yeah. moving forward with that. Um, anybody that's a collector probably just needs to rush out and get it as soon as it hits the shelf and yeah. not wait because you got a potential to to lose a little bit there. Definitely. Um, I saw this on your notes previously, and uh, we didn't get to it, but uh, the DC's got the black label yes. coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's like, uh, seems to be more of their adult, and not like porn, but like their adult-themed mm-hmm. books. We know what you uh, mean. They're darker books. Um, they're actually rebranding a couple of things that already exist. You've got, um, they're going to do reissues of uh, the... Uh, Dark Knight uh, Returns, and uh, I think probably all three of them, The Master Race at some point, Strikes Again. Um, the the recent one that um, they did with the, the Joker being good, The White Knight, Batman White Knight, is definitely getting rebranded, and then they're doing a second series that will definitely be Black Label. Um, it seems cool. Seems like a way for me to know which books I want to read, I guess. Yeah. I like miniseries better than I like full-on series. I've always kind of been that way. It's like, I would like, can you, even if it's like a, a Watchmen, a 12-part series or something, like, give me something I can say this is the end of it. Yeah. And it's not You know you have the definitive connect collection regardless, and you're not going to be having to go fucking everywhere exactly. to try and get something. Exactly. And I think the only thing that I read right now that's ongoing 
to that extent is Walking Dead. Everything yeah. else is is still either it's young and it is ongoing, like uh, Deadly Classes and like its thirties, maybe its early forties of issues right now. Um, and then Outcast, the other uh, Robert Kirkman book. Uh, but most of the stuff I read are like the the Power of the Dark Crystal, which is a, a twelve part. Yeah. Um. Or uh, bah, 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 bah. the Dark Knight Three, the Master Race was a was a was a nine part or something along those lines. I like those better because I don't have the attention span or the memory to try to remember what happened a hundred issues ago. Yeah. Uh, it's way better. There's for a lot me. of Star Wars series that are like that too. Yeah. Speaking of Star Wars. Oh no way! They just released a bunch of uh, new material that we're gonna get for Star Wars, including oh, the return of the Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah. They're gonna do a kind of Another a finish up series. season. Yep. Uh, it seemed like they tried to with those lost missions that they released right after that they canceled the show. They kind of tried to sum up things, but it looks like they've got a, a little bit more it, juice in the many, tank. It's like 12 episodes or something like I that, think I think so. is what they said. I don't remember 100% sure. Like basically like a mini-series to wrap everything up yeah. really and make it a little definitive. Yeah, and I've heard some talk of maybe they're going to focus a little bit more on Ahsoka Tana, um, which I like Ahsoka Tana. She's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, they've got a lot of potential of what they could do with her, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in that world um, and maybe even in the movie world. Uh, they're gonna. They, a lot of the books that, and comics and books that they just released are really heavily focused on prequel trilogy stuff. Actually, um, they've got a book called The Queen's Shadow, which is uh, all about Padme, Amidala, and they just what try, happens they to really, her. They want to try and make them do legit. what they can. Yeah, to make them like, seem. These were real. Good. They were good. They had. A, they had a good story. Yeah. No. They I had definitely a had a good story. Just, yeah. Basically. <laughs> Um, they've got a, uh, a story called, uh, Star Wars Master and Apprentice, uh, which is focusing on Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, which they did a miniseries of that, um, a while back when they, when Marvel finally got a hold of Star Wars again, they did a, a little miniseries of just an adventure, but totally you could see where there's so many stories of just like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon just kind of hopping around and... Him being like wise and and just doing what Liam Neeson does, but just like as a comic book character, and then a young Obi Wan just learning the ranks, and then they've got a series uh, which I imagine is filling in for they are wrapping up the Poe Dameron series, um, and then I think filling that in with the what they're calling Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion, and Age of Resistance, uh, which are is a what they're calling a thirty issue maxi series. Which falls in line with what I like because it has a definite end to it, and they're gonna do. It kind of seems like one-offs. They're doing Age of Republic Qui Gon Jinn number one, and then Age of Republic Darth Maul number one is what's gonna start the series. Cool. Um, but it maybe just give a little bit more background. They've done these before, but they are now not canon. They're mm-hmm. all just they're in the extended universe of Star Wars. So seeing that might be pretty cool. Uh, they got a Tales of Vader's Castle coming out, which is a uh, five issue miniseries uh, with just some of your favorite characters Han Solo and Chewbacca and the Ewoks and Darth Vader and Kanan and Chopper and Hera from the Star Wars Rebels show and just kind of fitting all that in and then we're seeing another focus on the women of Star Wars with a Women of the Galaxy book that they're doing uh, that will focus on a bunch of different uh, women in the Star Wars universe so yeah, uh, thanks for the segue into yeah, Star Wars. Books. No problem. <laughs> but uh, totally unintentional there. 
so I'm going to finish up my, my comic talk with uh, the five uh, comics to read according to the PeopleTVEW.com uh, oh. that are coming out in August. People TV Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, I don't know who wrote it, but both of them maybe. That's EW's selection of comics. So we're going to... We're going to take from a People TV article that took from an EW article sure. and talk about it a little bit. Uh, number one on that list is the Sandman Universe, which we talked about last time. Yep. Um, we talked about comics. Uh, the return of Neil Gaiman's Sandman Universe, so that should be pretty cool. Uh, the Fantastic Four are returning to the Marvel comic book lineup mm-hmm. as of this year. They've been gone for two years. Um, part of Marvel's plan to cut out any characters that... Uh, they don't have the rights to or didn't have the rights to for movies. Now they do. Um, now they do. Uh, they did this with X-Men a while back. They mm-hmm. were like, eh, we're just not going to make X-Men comics for a bit. And then they We've came back pretty heavy. Hearing from different things and now that that uh, acquisition's done, if we're going to get the recasting and stuff like that. Same thing with X-Men, too. I don't think they're not going to use any of the ones from the uh, Fox's cinematic universe oh, really? as far as it goes. I don't think they're going to use Hugh. They would use a different Wolverine and oh, that makes different sense. Xavier I mean, he stuff. They'll re- said he wasn't recast do. everything and stuff for They're going to keep people. Deadpool the way it is, I would assume. Like, I would assume. Really I don't Deadpool. think... That I mean, he'll probably keep him standalone. I doubt we'll see much of a crossover Much more Deadpool. crossover. Probably maybe the same as we've seen in the past. Just yeah. very little sprinkles here and there. Um with the X-Men, they've got that New Mutants movie mm-hmm. that they've kind of been playing with, and then they were like, we're going to go work on it a little bit more, and they did a bunch of reshoots. And so I'm assuming that's still going to come out because you put that I much think, money into it. I think it. any of the stuff that's all tied through Fox technically is all going to still be coming out. Like Dark out. Phoenix or whatever they're calling yeah, that Yeah, I one. feel like all that stuff's still going to come out. I mean, it's all And then they'll just wrap done. it up and say, that yeah, was that, that was, that's and it. this is yeah. now. It'll probably say something along the lines of, like, Fox... And then in association with Marvel Productions yeah. or something like that, and Disney now at like the end tail yeah. end of it or something. Which they could totally. What do they got on with the X Men's? These new ones they've got the new class, mm-hmm. and then it goes into Apocalypse, and then it's Dark Phoenix. Are yeah. those the only three? So they got a good trilogy wrap up there. Nothing crazy, and, and there's an easy way to just be like, we're done with that. We yeah. did a trilogy of I could with these it. characters. Since they are newer people that are being that have been cast into those roles and stuff, like uh, what's her face that plays uh, Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones is is Jean Grey. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking uh, about. I can't think of her name right now. I don't know why, but That's anyway, okay. she she plays Jean. I could see them just doing that. You know, transition from that into the regular Marvel Cinematic Universe instead. I mean, they're a full new cast. You don't have to have Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. No. But you have, like, already have your Scott. You already have your Gene. You know, all these new people that are already portraying them. Except they did mess it up, and they introduced Wolverine into that that timeline. They did. But that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they'll not have him around or something like that. Wait, did they... they, Oh, they did four movies. This will be the fourth movie, because they did Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past was second. Yeah, it was it was first class, Days of Future Past, so Apocalypse, four. and then yeah, and yes. Days of Future Past was kind of like a both. It was like a, a movie for both yeah both timelines or whatever. Um, and then uh, and then the the New Mutants it seems like a totally a movie that you could just make a one off. Like it yes. doesn't need to be sequelized. All new shit too. And you just be like, these are scary movie, and if they don't want to touch it ever again, they don't have to. It's just kind of a they can do what what whatever they want with it. Um, but yeah, Fantastic Four is coming back. I'm probably not going to read it, but whoever likes Fantastic Four do their thing. 
Definitely. Uh, Black Hammer Age of Doom number four is coming out in August. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Black Hammer series. So uh, Jeff Lemire, or Jeff Lemire, however you say that, uh, created uh, a lot. He does pretty good. Uh, Sweet Tooth was his. Um, the Underwater Welder, Excess County. Uh, did a lot of top shelf stuff, which is kind of uh, not mainstream. Very like personal stories and kind of artsy and cool. I really like a lot of top shelf stuff. Alan Moore does some top shelf stuff. Yeah. Um, but he he doesn't, in my opinion, do well. I don't like his stuff when he plays with other people's toys nearly as much. He's okay. written a lot of stuff for. Uh, he did like a Hawkeye series, two Hawkeye series. Um, he's done some Green Arrow. He likes people with arrows, I guess. He did a lot of Green Arrow. Um, but just it's not as good as when he does his own stuff, when he creates. Sure. Uh, Black Hammer is his. It's his like superhero lineup that he's doing through Dark Horse. Um, they did a, a series or a mini series. I don't know if you, if you call it ongoing. Um, of just Black Hammer, just called Black Hammer. And Black Hammer is this old uh, superhero. He's, he's like real weathered and old and whatnot. And he has a hammer go figure. Um, and I only read the first issue, uh, but it seemed interesting. Art looks really good in it. Um, but the age of doom is a series that is spun off of the black hammer original series. So evidently it's going pretty good for it to be on the five comics to read in August. Nice. Um, and then you have Scarlet Number World, num- Number World, Number World, Scarlet Number One, which is uh, Brian Michael Bendis. I believe this is a uh, resurfacing of an, a, a story that maybe he already had. It's creator own. Um, when Brian Michael Bendis moved over to DC, they gave him not only Superman, which I haven't heard great things about his run on Superman, but they gave him his own imprint. And imprint seemed to be the new thing that they're giving to everybody they like over at DC. Um, when Jeff John stepped down from overseeing the movie division and as being a creator again, they gave him his own imprint. Um, Gerard Way got his own imprint with Young Animal where he did like the Doom Patrol and had those other series that fell under that. Um, and then, so now they also gave Brian Michael Bendis a, an imprint. So it's just kind of like a micro series type thing. Um, well, it's just a micro world, not even a world. Yeah, I guess a world that you can call it, or uh, just your micro-label, essentially. Like, Black Label is their new thing for adult things. Jinx World is micro, micro, Brian Michael Bendis thing, and blah, blah, blah. So, Scarlet Number 1 is his first effort into this Jinx World uh, that they gave him. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. Cool. And then West Coast Avengers Number 1, um, we get a good uh, we get an Avengers Number 1 from Marvel. It seems like every couple of months, they just retool it. They're like, all new Avengers, super fun Avengers. These guys are Avengers. And so it looks like we're getting another Number 1 uh, Can't here. blame them whenever they have so many Avengers, other properties that are out there right now. Yeah. They're just trying to get as much money as they can down the I, pipe. Yeah, I guess so. I don't like it. But I don't read much Marvel, and I definitely don't read Avengers, so it doesn't really affect me too much. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of what's going on on the comics front of the world, um, and is just about all that I have for you. Um, I do want to, uh, if you don't have anything else, no. Um, I want to talk about um, my bubbly water collection real quick. Your bubbly water collection, like, yeah, like Lacroix. Yes, but better. So, are you familiar with the brand Bubbly? No. Never heard of the brand Bubbly. So, Bubbly is this new brand of sparkling water, like Lacroix, like Lacroix. Yes. Okay. Uh, but bubbly, the cans look like this. 
And okay. for the users at home, are the users. They're users now. We're not calling them viewers or listeners. They're users. You users at home. <laughs> um, you can Google Bubbly if you'd like. Uh, Bubbly's, like I said, sparkling water. They've got, around here in our neck of the woods, they have grapefruit and they have lime and they have uh, grapefruit, lime, and strawberry. Okay. And you can get them, usually you can get a bottle of it at Huck's or you can get cans of it. Kroger's typically Do where they I still see taste it. like a uh, butt? I love them. I know you do. I've never thought they taste like butt, so I can't oh, I answer do. that question okay. fairly. <laughs> For those who uh, don't know, I do not like LaCroix. But while I was tripping, yeah. I was able to locate all of the flavors of bubbly. Wow. And as this picture shows... Have you had them all now? I have not tasted all of the. Let's see. We have orange. I've tasted the orange. It, it has an orange flavor. No shit. Uh, cherry. Mm-hmm. Cherry. Cherry flavor. Lemon. How's that lime flavor? Lemony? No, 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 no. Oh, I was guessing. Uh, grapefruit, which is my favorite. Okay. All-time favorite. Love grapefruit. Strawberry, which isn't too bad. Uh, lime, which is good. It's just lime. Uh, mango, which tastes like mango. And then apple, which was a surprising, like, out of nowhere, great flavor for me. Really? Loved it. Do you not like apple normally? I don't or? like apple. Really? No, I don't like, don't give me a, an apple jaw rancher. Okay. Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher. Like a green apple Jolly Rancher. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like them. I don't want to be involved. But I have tried all of them, and they are super good. Um, and uh, so bubbly. And then also, um, LaCroix has come out with a key lime flavored water. Oh, no. Not just lime, but key lime. Right. And it's really good. Does it taste like pie? No, it tastes like key lime. Key I don't lime know, pie? I guess a key lime is a different lime like a brand uh, not a brand of lime but a breed of lime it's not like the two flavors like what's the flavor of key and lime no it's like a like a like a door yeah yeah i I think it's just a no not pie but just i'm just looking at like i think a key lime is just a kind of lime made from key key lime lime juice juice. yeah so it's a maybe it's just from uh it's like florida from the from the keys like yeah maybe i don't know I don't know. We'll Let's find out in a second. Our, like, our users. It's a small, smaller and seedier. Ooh. Higher in acidity, stronger aroma, thinner rind than a, a Persian, Persian lime. Oh, Persian lime is like a regular lime. I guess lime. it's like your typical lime. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's so, yeah. also known as the Mexican lime. So, yeah, you're right. West Indian lime, bartender's lime. Yep. Omani lime. Name is derived from its association with the Florida Keys. Huh. So it's it's its own entity. It looks like a it's yellowish in a way. Yeah, key lime. It's great tasting water. Cool. And then they also started coming out with these soda waters. Oh. So they're like imagine those flavors, but they have like cola flavored, and so it tastes like when the restaurant runs out of syrup. That's fucking gross. <laughs> Um, that can't be good. I drink them. No. <laughs> and they have Dr. Pepper. Fla- no, they have uh, root beer flavored. And then they have, this is important for you to know, they have Dr. Flavored. What's that And mean? this is a thing that I've seen. Not Dr. Pepper? It's reoccurring. Dr. Pepper is a trademarked name. Oh, so they have to have a They are a Dr. Brand. Flavored. So, like, you can pick up a soda that is, yeah. like, uh, like, not, like, a knockoff brand, and it can be Dr. Flavored. I got you. Fun fact. Um, all fun. right. Still sounds gross. Do we want to give the uh, the users our uh, our users our, our thing that we're most excited about? Coming yes. Up and then uh, close the shop up. Yeah. 
Let's do it. What you got for me, my friend? My thing I'm most excited is coming out this Friday. It is the WarioWare Gold. It's oh. coming out for the Nintendo 3DS. I'm gonna play a little trailer for you so you can see what I'm talking about whenever I'm whenever I'm. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna do it right now. <laughs> no, I am. It's right there. It's right there. Oh, so it's uh, basically there's a hot dog. Yeah. So it's uh, the WarioWare titles have always been like mini games that take like two to three seconds. Okay. Uh, and you play them in like rapid succession, back to back to back to back. And uh, it's even got like a big overarching story. This uh-huh. one, as WarioWare Gold, uh, the title kind of lets you know, it's got over, uh, I think it's 300 different mini games that you can play, and they are from all of the different WarioWare titles, from like the very first one that was on like Game Boy Advanced, all the way up to ones that were on uh, the Wii U even. Okay. And uh, so it's going to have all of these great mini games all brought together in uh, one thing. And, Interesting. Uh, they have uh, some of the mini games and the story that's to it. They never typically are voice acted at all. They usually always have like bubbles that have like text in it and stuff like that to let you know like uh, what they're saying and everything, just as the story unfolds. Okay. And you just read along with it and everything, which is like a comic or whatever. I don't know why I'm over over explaining how a comic or something like that. How works. does a comic work? Uh, but this one's actually fully voice acted, and they got Charles Martinez there doing the voice for Wario, since he does the voice for Mario and Luigi and Wario and Waluigi. Okay. Um, so he's there doing the full voice for that. They've got all the other little side characters that are from Wario's universe um, being voice acted by different people, too. Interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited for it. I've always had a, an affinity for uh, the WarioWare titles. It's just really good fun and you do the like mini games and stuff like that back to back, so... Yeah. Uh, what you got? I am um, actually pretty uh, pretty excited for, and I don't know why, um, but there's a movie, I don't know actually when it's coming out, but called Slenderman. Oh, yeah. You based know off of the game? About? Based off of the game, and I the guess. Lore. Which is based off of that story mm-hmm. that the girls told or yep. whatever. Um, it looks cool in like a, like a weird, scary way. I hope it, uh, I hope it turns out cool and it doesn't fall like flat. Um, my fear is that it's actually going to fall and fall out pretty flat. It doesn't. I don't know that it's going to have. Be able oh, it to comes hold out in the ninth. Yep, next Thursday. So it's coming out pretty pretty soon. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to find out. Uh, but yeah, it, it looks cool. Um, the story's interesting. I know that, uh, and I don't know how much of the the story. I don't quite necessarily understand, but it seems to me as though. There were these girls that went into the woods and they killed one of the girls and then they said that the Slender Man made them do it. And from what I understand, the parents of the girl who died aren't too happy about this movie um, and how that all plays out. But it's just like this weird kind of modern day lore Mm -hmm. that... um, has a lot of weird stuff to it that I don't know what of it's real, what of it's not. Um, but it seems like... False, even. I guess it wasn't a true story? Really? 2014, or the Slenderman's not real. I'm, I'm thinking it's talking about like the actual claim of the Slenderman. Of the guy. Movie, I guess. Yeah, no, they've been... Those girls have been prosecuted. 2014, two 12-year-old girls arrested for stabbing a schoolmate yeah, in Wisconsin told right. police they did it to appease a towering supernatural being with tentacles for arms named Slenderman. So that's how the the lore came out in 2014. And I think it was like shortly after all of that happened, that was whenever they started making like an indie game based off of the... Uh, the tail, the actual the, the Slenderman itself. 
which you, I mean, the original game, like it was almost like just almost kind of like a flash game in a way. You were walking around in the woods and you collect these pieces of paper and the pieces of paper have different like weird creepy things on it and stuff. Okay. As you collect more and more of the pieces of paper, I think there's eight pages total in this like woods that you're in. Um, as you collect each piece of paper, the likelihood of Slender Man like being behind you or catching you or whatever is more and more likely. And you're not to. Ooh, I would not like that. Game. You're not to look at him. If you look at him directly, he can come like straight at you and like possess you or whatever, okay. or kill you or whatever yeah, it is. Whatever it happens. Um, yeah. So you're you're basically meant to like run away and try your best to not like want to like do that thing where you like look back and make sure yeah. he's not there close to you, kind of a thing, which is harder to do than what you would think. Like. Just to keep you in your head, like, yeah. okay, where is he at in proximity of me now? Because yeah. I know he was right behind me then, but he could have went toward the right of me. And if I start uh, turning right to look at this thing or something, you could see him. him. Yeah, so yeah, you, you, you kind of want to do it at certain points in times, but it kind of gets that like sense of danger whenever you start looking and you see him kind of like out of the corner of your vision. You need to start huh. booking it the other way. Okay. So that's how it started, and then it made a full-on game. Oh, they did. Uh, I think it's called Slender Man: The Arrival, and it takes place. It's a very similar premise. I think it's like the exact same thing, um, but just a full way, way game. like a full-fledged game, and it has a couple other monsters in it too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Like, there's a level that takes place in the mine where there's like this weird ghost girl thing that like runs around huh. trying to kill you. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't. I'm sure it will fall flat as most horror movies do. Um, but I'll check it out. Yeah, it'd be cool just to watch anyways, for sure. Why not? That's what's coming up. So, uh, that's what we got on the IFNZ podcast of the week. Wow. (laughs) This is why you don't let me be in charge of an episode. No, you do the outro. Go ahead. Do the set. Say the shit that I say all the time. All right. So, uh, before we leave, I just want to let you know that I'm putting my hands together, which is typically what (laughs) Justin does. I do not. (laughs) Yes, you do. I do this. I move you, my hands out no. and I'm talking with it. I don't do this. You it's kinda like I'm I'm praying but I'm shaking the devil out of me at the same time. <laughs> Just beat the devil. <laughs> like, uh, 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 uh. But I want to talk to you about our uh, make sure and follow us on um, our social media and subscribe to our uh, podcast on iTunes and wherever podcasts are found, except for we're still working on some of the things, so um, most of them you'll be able to find us on. Maybe not uh, that one that's green. What's it called? What? <laughs> what one's green? What are you talking about? What's the uh, the music you listen to on green stuff? Spotify? Yeah, Spotify. Jesus. We're not on there. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to imitate me, exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, we also have things coming up on YouTube soon and right now. So, Check us out on YouTube. Uh, search for IFNZ Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll put the uh, link in the uh, the description of the podcast episode as well yeah. so you can follow that. Or just search you lazy fucks. Oh, man. Have a great week. Love ya.